Psalm 94:19, and also uh, 40. We don't have these. I didn't get these to Karen in time because I didn't have it in time. But uh, chapter 40, verse 5 also. In the multitude of, of my anxious thoughts within me, your comforts cheer and delight my soul. In the multitude of the anxious thoughts within me, your comforts cheer and delight my soul. Many, O Lord my God, are the wonderful works which you have done, the things you planned for us and your thoughts toward us. None can compare with you. If I should declare and speak of them, they are too many to be numbered, and they would be too many to declare. I got to tell you, I am so thankful today. So I'm so grateful. I have a deep, deep appreciation for the Lord my God. And I can only hope that He is the Lord your God also. I can only hope that He is the Lord your God also. Mm, man, oh man. And I know Jim is praising God. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I know he is. If if he is God, if if the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, if the God who calls himself the great I am that I am, if the God who came to earth in the flesh to die and rise from that death to live forever is the Lord your God, then let your heart notify your face this morning. Yeah, yeah. Let your soul notify your hands and your voice. Let everyone and everything that has breath praise the Lord our God. Man, man. I'm just thankful today. I know I'm going to go old school on you. You know, I'm not worried about Christianese. I'm not worried about anything this morning. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. I have such a degree uh, of gratitude that the depth of urgency of my expressions toward the Lord my God comes alive from this wonderful catalyst of Luke 19.40. If I do not praise him, if I keep silent, the actual rocks and stones on the ground will cry out to worship him. Psalm 109.30, I will give great praise and thanks to the Lord with my mouth, yes, and I will praise Him among the multitude. I'm thankful. Man, I'm thankful. And you know why? Because there, and I'm going to use the uh, English that we're so used to, there ain't nothing about my life that's been easy. Nothing about my life that's been easy, and there still isn't. Praise God. I'm so thankful that what was true thousands and thousands of years ago is still absolutely true today. Those who need love the most are those who deserve it the least. Oh, you, every one of you ought to say amen to that because I know you didn't deserve it. Though, <laughs> man, come on now. Those who need love the most are those who deserve it the least. Amen. It's okay to say right on. Got your back. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm so thankful. I really am. According to the doctors, my mother and my father, I'm so thankful. I was the baby boy that was not supposed to be born. I was the four minutes later surprise. 
came flying out just under two pounds. They put me in an incubator and said, well, he's not going to make it another hour. I made it another hour. He's not going to make it another hour. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful I have survived. I'm thankful today. I'm thankful I was the two-year-old that fell out of a two-story window in downtown Evansville, landed on a concrete sidewalk and didn't receive so much as a scratch or a bruise and got up out of there and didn't cry till they held me. I'm thankful. I'm grateful. Sometimes you just got to look back if you want to go forward. I'm grateful. I'm thankful. Listen, I'm the little kid while sitting in the back of a, if you've ever seen these, a 57 DeSoto, which is just a giant tank is all it is. We're traveling south on Highway 41 towards Henderson, Kentucky, that a semi actually fell over on top of the car and pinned us underneath the semi-trailer, and I didn't sustain so much as a cut. I am thankful today. Praise God. I'm so thankful today that the Lord my God, and that's what we're talking about today, the Lord my God, the Lord my God brought me through. He brought me through what, what hearing what little boys are not supposed to hear as I was locked in the bathroom while a man I t- was told to call uncle beat and raped my mother right outside the door. He brought me through. The Lord my God brought me through six different grade schools and three different high schools because there was no such thing as home. He brought me through not having any food for days because there wasn't any unless we stole it. If I do not praise him today, the stones outside this door will cry out for me. The Lord my God did not take me around. The, now, you got to hear this. Did not take me around the fire. Didn't take me under it. Didn't take me over it. Oh, who am I talking to, James? He took me through it. He took you through it. He delivered me out of it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I know you think I'm talking about me, but I'm not. You have to listen to the Holy Spirit today because I'm talking about all those who call upon the name of the Lord. As it's written in Isaiah 43, 2, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned or scorched, nor will the flame kindle upon you. And here in 2012, I'm here to tell you, you won't even smell like smoke when you come through. So it's not about going around. Or it's about going through. I'm thankful today that the Lord my God brought me through watching my mom waste every penny she ever had on alcohol and drugs. And I would do anything to make sure she'd stay stoned so we didn't have to watch her flail on the ground and foam at the mouth with grand mall seizures. I'm thankful today God brought me through playing with rats in the cellar because we lived next to the city dump and there was nowhere else to play. And we slept in abandoned cars after school because we were running away. We were too scared to go wherever it was we were staying after school that day day. He brought me through physical, mental, spiritual, and verbal abuse. He brought me, brought me through. I've been shot at. I've been stabbed. I've been beaten to unconsciousness. He brought me through crying in the night in the closet. Won't somebody please love me? He brought me through the real-life vision of taking in my mom, coming to the back of that pickup truck and, and telling me and my brother to get out, and that she drove off never to be seen again until I was a grown adult. I'm thankful today that the Lord my God brought me through and still continues to bring me through desperation and loneliness and pain and hopelessness and heartbreak. I will not let the rocks cry out my praise. Yeah, I'm fired up because I'm thankful. 
I'm not going to let the stones glorify my Redeemer because I'm so thankful that I was that 18-year-old that one day was brought through to a small youth gathering on a Saturday night and fell at the feet of a Savior called Jesus. Praise God. Listen, I'm the sound in your heart, and, and I really am the sound in your heart that tells you everything is going to be all right. Oh, I know it may not be pleasant at times. It's exactly not what you chose to do. There's nothing in my life I really exactly chose to do. But it is going to be all right. I'm that noise in your brain begging you, please, please keep walking right into the storm because on the other side, there is calm. I'm the old adage that just hollers out, if you're in hell, keep on going. Don't stop and look. Don't need to rubberneck. Go on through. God is alive. Jesus the Christ is very, very real. He has brought me through, and I know the truth. Yes, uh, I'm being educated, but you've got to know I've not just heard about this. I didn't just watch it on TV or pick up a book and read about it. I've lived it. There is absolute truth, and it could be found in Isaiah 118. Come now, let us reason together. Although your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be like wool. Praise God. Many, many, O Lord our God, are the wonderful works which you have done, the things you planned for us, your thoughts towards us. No one and none of them can compare with you. I'm thankful today that the Lord my God gave me Lisa. Because without her, I would be in prison for justifiably causing harm to all those people I know that say one thing and do another. Oh, I've wanted to hurt them bad, and so have you. Don't tell me one thing to my face and live another way. She's kept me stable, Mike. I had the bad out several times, even on myself. And as our NASCAR chaplain says, Thank you, Lord, for my smoking hot wife. Hey, I'm thankful. Don't you see it? Statistically, I'm not supposed to be here. Statistically, according to the world and all its wisdom and all its knowledge, we shouldn't be in this building. You shouldn't be here. Not one of you should be here. And it's by no accident that you are. It's a wonderful thing to think about. I'm so thankful that the Lord my God, way back in October 1999, woke me up at three, about 3 o'clock in the morning and, and said, I want you to be a shepherd. Of course, my response was, you got the wrong guy. And I'm thankful for that. Because I told Lisa, she said, yep, go back to sleep. <laughs> she already knew it. And then November of that year of 1999, we had our first official worship service as Christian Development Center at a one-room rented schoolhouse in Chandler, Indiana, Stevenson Station. I'm thankful look back on that. I'm so grateful. There were 16 adults and eight kids and probably 22 rats or mice, uh, mice, yeah, mice. But they were praising. All creatures here below. 
Uh, in that same month, November 1999, I'm so thankful that God brought Charles Standifer into our lives, and, and he convinced me to go talk to Kenny Ubehor, who owned the old Newburgh Cinema at the time. We went over and talked to him, and, and, and Charles said, what do you think about this building? Has it got potential? And I said, yeah. So he took Kenny upstairs. He came back down. He said, I'll just sign this piece of paper, and we'll just buy it from him. Oh. Two days later, on the 13th, the paperwork for the new building was signed, and we began purchasing the old Newburgh Cinema. And then, then in November 28th, I'm so thankful, Jeff Harkin, God brought Jeff Harkin in, and we did a temporary ordination service to, just to recognize a two-year temporary ordination to see, okay, God, Jerry says God's called him. Let's see if he has. And we, we uh, temporarily ordained You guys did. I said Jeff led it, and for two years just, just confirmed the calling. By December of that year, attendance had grown so much, we had to figure out what we were going to do. There was no more room. And I remember, oh, I remember on December 24th, 1999, we had our first Christmas program, and it wasn't led by the adults. It was led by the children, and we had it at 445. It was so awesome. I'm thankful remembering all this stuff. And then January 1st, 2000, the year all the computers were supposed to shut down and the life was just supposed to stop as we know it. January 1st, 2000, we became officially incorporated as a 501c3 uh, religious nonprofit corporation. Whoop-de-whoop-de-doo. <laughs> That's, you know, some legal things you have to do. Plus, when you, you know, when you tithe and, and uh, give offerings, as all of you do, You can write off on your taxes, <laughs> which seems ironic if you think about it. I'll give this to you, Lord, but I expect some of it back <laughs> from Uncle Sam. Anyway, <laughs> March 3rd, 2000, uh, no, March 19th, I'm sorry, in 2000, we visited the Newburgh Cinema. We had construction going on all this month, just a big, huge undertaking. Uh, and we decided to start meeting there, even though remodeling was, com- was incomplete. We didn't care about wallpaper or carpet or... Yeah, or bathrooms, but outside bathrooms. Yeah, porta potties. Had them brought in. We didn't care about any of that. I still don't care about any of that. You know, we were together as a body. I thank God for that. In April that same year, 2000, we had our first Easter egg hunt. We had two of them, 630 and 730. started to rain like crazy. So what did we do? We just put them all in the building, shut the lights off. It was pitch black. They had a blast. Remember that? If those of you who were here, I'm thankful for all these memories, for all these things that God has brought us through. I'm so thankful today, uh, back in May of 2000, that, that I, I started full-time as, the, as a shepherd for CDC in May of 2000. I'll never forget it. The scariest thing I've ever done in my life. Wow, I'm thankful. And then in July, we had our first ever, 2000, July 2000, had our first ever vacation Bible school. Praise God. Praise God. Man, in October that year, uh, we had our first yard sale. God brought us through. Those are always nightmares. That ain't nothing but fire. Test by fire. You got 50 cents on this. Will you take a dime? <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a test. It's fire. Are you kidding me? <laughs> April 2001. It was the 29th our first baptism Sunday celebration. And what a celebration it was. Then we jump all the way ahead to the December of 2001, and I was permanently ordained uh, by the elders of CDC. So it just, just means you're stuck with me. 
is, is what it means. April 2002, we had our first Easter drama. Remember that? I don't know if you remember that or not. Very, I like first. Our, our new building had been completed at the time. We added 6,000 square feet on the back of the theater. Remember that theater? I'm from Kentucky. Theater. And uh, remember it was completed. And, and classes were held the first time in the new building. We'd been renting the daycare next door. Classes in April of 2002 held for the first time. Mm. In March 2004, the CDC Gospel Choir performed two songs for the first time. It was exciting. Still is exciting when the choir sings. You guys sounded so phenomenal out here in the lobby. You were so anointed the other day. And you're always anointed. But, uh, then, then we got a new portable heated baptistry. Our first baptism, we used a horse trough. And it was a plastic horse trough. And I hear people talk. People are proud of that. They tell another, like, you know, I'll baptize in a horse trough. <laughs> you know. We still talk about them. We got our portable heated baptistry. We all took 10 of us to unload off the truck. It's so heavy. But we, we actually moved it into the auditorium in, in 2004 and actually used it for our, uh, a baptismal celebration. And, and way back when, in April 2004, we had a NCAA tournament men's night out. We put the ball game up on the screen and just had a good time. April 2004, we... Our parking lot got completed. I don't know if you remember that or not. That is such a major thing, uh, uh, driving on a parking lot that looks like this. You know, concrete sticking up. And, and uh, that was like $75,000 to get that done. What a miracle. I mean, none of us here made $75,000 in a year. You know, it was a miracle to see that completed. Uh, 2004 in May, we had a fish fry, which is a, a, was an unusual experience. And that same year, we replaced the pews uh, with theater seats to make more room. And in 2004 in June, uh, uh, it was the first time the girls, uh, and I say girls because the females, I should say, the older females, elderly females, older females, the women, all right, Chris, got together for the first time. I'm, and uh, Melissa, remember this, in June 2004, we had a mystery night dinner in the fellowship hall. Our first mystery night dinner. That was so much fun. Remember all this stuff? It, sometimes you've got to look back. I'm not living in the past, neither should you. But you've got to look back to be able to go forward and appreciate what God has done in your life. Have you done that lately? That's what I'm doing here this morning, in case you haven't noticed. August of 2004, I had our first successful release of a live praise and worship music CD. Sunday morning message was even on. It was a big deal in 2004, you know. And then I don't know why this took four years to happen, uh, but it did. October 2004, we had our first pastor appreciation breakfast. <laughs> I guess after four years. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I don't even remember how that came about. But it brought us through. <laughs> It brought us through. Uh, October 2004, we had a Friday night, <clears throat> and I remember this really well, Friday night uh, and all-day Saturday men's conference with the Tri-State Men's Center. God came, a special speaker came in, and dynamite, man, the Holy Spirit just fell. And then that same year in December, the CDC Quartet performed two songs for the first time. I do kind of miss that quartet, but it's hard to find that, that special blend. Jumping ahead to January 2005 and the, the first Saturday night Bible study. We studied the book of Revelation for several weeks. Remember doing that? And Jeff would come in. And, and then we had a February 2005, a 
labor of love dinner to honor all the volunteers from the previous year. We're going to reinstate some of that. And uh, I mean, you know, we got uh, Dollar General still still with us. Everywhere we go, there's a Dollar General. <laughs> Isn't that something? And a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> Lord said, take you to the promised land. What's there? The same thing that was there at your other place. <laughs> Although we've been at a gas station's been added, so praise God for that. <laughs> Man, Lord's blessed us so much, blessed us so much. I literally lost, literally lost count of the people who came to Jesus Christ for the first time through this ministry. I tried to keep count, but there were there were so many in the courses of all our outreach programs and and services here that. Uh, I've lost track, but God's blessed us to be able to be a part of people coming to Him for the very first time. And in May of 2005, we had our first youth group overnight lock. And remember that there were 25 young people there. That was so exciting, you know. July 2005, we had a, our first golf scramble. We're going to have another one. Becky's working on it. It's going to be co-op, but we had our first golf scramble. Twenty men experienced uh, the expertise of Jim Post because nobody else could golf. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. What about? It was great. Uh, and, you know, they don't like when you take your shirt off at those golf courses either. But I didn't know. <laughs> Put your shirt back on. Yeah. We had our first cantata in 2005, December, standing room only. That, that was a, he brought us through, you know. I'm so thankful for that. Uh, first men's breakfast came in 2006. Bible study, fellowship, prayer. 30 men attended that first one. On and on. I've got, you know, there's so many things to look back on, but on and on those experiences go with, with Christian Development Center and Robin Hill Road. But, but it all goes back to that opening scripture. Many, many, O oh Lord my God, are the wonderful works which you have done. Many, many, the things you plan for us and your thoughts for us, no one can compare with you. If I should declare and speak of them, there are too many to be numbered. They'd be too many to declare. We have watched little, and I mean this respectfully, little kids turn into adults, grown men and grown. What a blessing that is to see. And they're still here, most of them. That's a good thing. They're not here. They're fellowshipping somewhere. What a blessing that is to see. I'm so thankful, and again, I've got to repeat this, that there ain't nothing about our lives that has been easy. I'm thankful for that. Nothing. We can't, we can't get the T-shirt easy breezy because it hasn't been that way. We stayed at, uh, over at the old theater, and, and we knew it was time to, to uh, look at selling the building. And, uh, and as with all things in our lives, uh, there's our timing and there's God's timing. All things, all things. And we knew it was the right time to begin to look at that. We just were off a little bit. So we put it on the market for, what, a couple of years, I guess it was? Nothing happened. And then as soon as we took it off the market, six months later, uh, I get a phone call. Hey, Pastor Jerry, I've got some people here who want to buy your building. He brought us through. It was God's time and God proven himself. It had nothing to do with us, you know. So uh, they made us an offer. I said no, so they made us the offer that I wanted because it was one of those things. but uh, And so then becomes the challenge, okay, uh, our building sold. Now what are we going to do? You know, I felt like Abraham. God said, go. Where am I going to go? You just go. You'll know when you get there. And it's always been that way with us, always. And that's okay with me. 
looked at this place, that place, the other place, and finally uh, saw this, and uh, what a miracle. What a miracle this turned out to be. And I don't know if you know anything about real estate or property or, or leasing anything, but this type of building on this t- with this type of location with the 39,000 cars that pass here every day, you know, this kind of retail, what they call a retail market building or commercial office building, leases for anywhere from in this area from 11 to 16 to upwards to $18 per square foot. And a lot of you know that's absolutely true. That's just what it costs. God worked it out. But we, we got our Holy Ghost negotiating skills together, and we got this place for $5 a square foot. Now, I had to put some blood and sweat into it, but there ain't nothing's ever been easy. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Couldn't ask for a better location. Yeah, do what? <laughs> Three? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's kind of close to the house, too. <laughs> exactly three minutes if I drive the speed limit. <laughs> Got the building, and yes, Lord, it's time to move. Then they say, eh, you can't do anything in there. You don't have zoning. You, you can't even meet in there. Well, the, the people that bought our building needed to occupy the building they bought, and they, need, they wanted it right away. We had some need somewhere to go. So it seems to me silly to go try to rent someplace. So uh, here we go on this another adventure uh, to get zoning. And to get zoning, we had to agree to meet uh, December 19th at a zoning board meeting. And uh, they would decide whether or not we got our zoning so that we occupy this building. Well, I went to file some paperwork, which when you file paperwork for all this stuff, there's probably this much, you know, and that's not an exaggeration. I took that in to file it and. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I love all my experiences, but I got at least detail some of these. So I went up to the counter, and the lady's helping me, and she's stamping, doing the stamp, you know, all they do, all this stuff. And she looks at me, and I'm thinking, you know, because <laughs> that's the way she looked at me. And then she walked over to the boss over here, the lady who was her supervisor. Uh, you could tell because this, she wasn't doing anything. And, <laughs> well, it's government, you know. Anyway, so... <laughs> So she's whispering, and she's, I mean, she's not that far away like the you, Wendy. I mean, she's not, she's, pss, pss, pss. I'm thinking, man, what did I, I filled out something wrong. I'm going to get arrested, get killed. I don't know, ain't nothing easy, you know. God will bring me through, but ain't nothing easy. So she, she came back. She said, tell you what, I'm, tell you what we're going to do. You know, Monty Hall, door number one. And uh, uh, she said, if you will, uh, you're the only thing on our docket for December 19th. You're the only thing we'd have to meet for. So what we'd like to do, we'd like to give you special permission. If you'll get signatures from your surrounding neighbors that it's okay for you to have a church there, uh, then we'll go ahead. We won't have to have a meeting. We'll stamp it approved, and you can go ahead and meet there. Well, of course, the meeting, I'm thinking, well, yeah, no big deal, man. No big deal. Well, you go to find out uh, the guy that owns this property lives in Tennessee somewhere. Uh, the, the guy that uh, has this place over here lives in Tell City somewhere. Uh, the One of them's close to psychotic. Uh, the, one, the only one that was really, that was, was the first one, so I was pretty pumped up. It was right behind us. You know, and they said, oh, this is exciting. We hope you grow so much that you have to use our parking lot on Sunday mornings. You know? So that was like, oh, this is going to be easy, man. No sweat. You know, I'll get them all. Well, I had to have, what, eight, I think it was total. Well, it, and it turned into a nightmare. The deadline was a, uh, of, uh, a, a, well, it was a Monday, then they stretched it to Tuesday at noon. And I, you talk, to get signatures from people in Tennessee and out of town, it was a nightmare. But finally, after convincing and talking and praying and sweating, uh, I had the signatures, and I showed up at 1130. 
approved. I'm so thankful today. Approved, man. It's just amazing. I'm so thankful for the contractor that took care of all this for us. Yes, we helped. And the volunteers, man, I just can't. I want to say your names, but I'll forget somebody, and then that'll be a big deal, and life won't be easy. So, I, you know, well, let me do it anyway. It's never easy, no. Uh, but thank you, thank you, thank you for all your help. But the, the contractor we had did a fantastic job. I'm not, not going to say any names uh, or point to anybody individuals. The company, all right? Fantastic job, yeah. So the money that we made from selling the building, you're looking at it. You know, where your heart is, there your treasure is. Is that not true? Where your heart is, there your treasure is. There your treasure is. There your treasure is. You're seeing it, man. So we, we took all that and just turned it around and invested uh, in all these things. The, uh, even with the sale of, of the church, we got to look at, at seating. I was like, oh, this is ridiculous how much chairs are, you know. And Lisa found some uh, out of Virginia, uh, $29.95. Sounds like a, a deal. I'm going to make you $29.95. Yeah. So... Uh, we looked at what it, what that meant. We really didn't have the money for that. And then next thing we know, <laughs> Pastor Jerry, I got a, uh, some money for you here, and I, I want you to use it however you see uh, see fit. And it paid for the chairs and then some. See how God does that? See how God works? Brings you through. God brings you through. If we took credit for any of this, remember you've read the the Old Testament. I mean, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if worms didn't do some things. You don't take credit for any of these kind of things. Uh, you know, the pods that were sitting out here, there were two pods. We, we needed something to rent that was transferable. We could take from the old place to the new place. And uh, uh, expensive, and no matter which way you went, these turned out to be the most feasible, the most practical. But even these are 300 bucks each per month. So we rent them, we sign the contract, get them, we fill them up, if you remember the fun that was. And, and I'm thinking, man, we just can't, you know, we can keep these for a short time because they're so expensive. The guy calls me on the phone uh, just, just out of the blue. I was talking to God. I said, well, what are we going to do about this? Ring, ring. Uh, Jerry, this is uh, Brad over here at Pod Central, whatever the name of the company is. And, and uh, I'll tell you, how long do you need those things? I said, well, I don't know if we can get them out of here by December. We'll probably, you know, we're going to need them some of January too. He said, I'll tell you what. Uh, you just keep those things as long as you need them and consider it paid. I'm thankful. See, as I look on this stuff, I'm thankful. The AT&T phone line, we had to get a phone line put in here. Well, he came in and, and got it hooked up from the outside. When you come in on the inside, there's all kinds of phone jacks, but none of them work. You know, and so I'm thinking, well, we need to, you know, figure. So I'm going through this whole place trying to find it. Finally, I found one live in that cabinet over there down in the bottom underneath the box. And I'm thinking, well, how am I going to use that as a phone? And I couldn't figure out how to get to it because they had all the security stuff hooked up to it. And it was just a big mess. So, so the AT&T guy had already left. And, and here I am going, Lord, what am I going to do about this? I really I need some help figuring this out because we've got to have a phone line anyway. Uh, so somebody said, hey, the AT&T person's still out there. And I said, it can't be. He just left. So I walked out there, and, and it's a lady. And this lady is, I'm, you saw her, she's six foot tall, easy, man. She just... I'm thinking, wow, you know, that's not the same person. And I knocked on her window, and I said, "Where if you could help me. She said, well, I'm just here stopping, getting my directions for my next stop, trying to figure out where I need to go next, and I think I figured it out. I said, if you come in and help me, I'll tell you where you need to go. So she come in, uh, fixed up the phone line, showed me how to hook it up, and didn't write up anything, and I told her where she needed to go, and it was all a done deal. I'm thankful today that God takes care of all that stuff. 
But you can't say that's happenstance. That, that, uh, there's no such thing as good luck. You know, there's good fortune. God has smiled on me. He has set me free. That's good fortune. Praise God. Praise God. Then we've got this PA system up here. This is a PA system, believe it or not. The only thing it won't do is scratch your back. But see, it frees up all this, all this room on stage, and it transmits sound evenly throughout the room. And, and uh, you know, when these first came out, I said, Lord, I should like to have one of those. I'm not going to covet too much, but I'm just putting in my bid. <laughs> and, you know, of course, they're extremely expensive. Just, where were these, Dan? 15, 1,600 bucks a piece? I don't know. Yeah, eighteen. That's right. Eighteen hundred bucks a piece for this column and this this sub. That, and well, you know, that's two of those. Oh man! So <laughs> we're looking and talking, and Dan calls one day. You know, I got this company that I deal with up in Chicago, I believe it was, and, and they've got this uh, bow system that they rented out. Probably rented it a couple times, just but they're cleaning up their inventory and it's still under warranty. They like to sell it. Well, how much do they want for it? Uh, and uh, we got both of these for the price of one. So you can't you can't push brush this stuff aside and not say publicly thank you Jesus. You just can't do it. If you did, you're asking for trouble. Everything that we've experienced has been like these TVs. I told you about that, and some of you didn't hear that story. But we need to get the TVs, and these are plasma TVs, 43 inch plasma TVs. <laughs> we're going in. I call it Wally World. We're going in Wally World. You know, I'm not exaggerating. You know, and we're walking in. Of course, this is around the holidays. You know, it's Black Friday, was it? Afternoon to Black Friday, okay. And the place is packed, you know. And we're going back to the back where the TVs are, and this guy leaning up against the end cap, and, and there's this big box, and he goes, Psst. <laughs> What? Psst. I was like, he's going to, you know, you want to buy a watch or something. I didn't know what he was going to do, you know. <laughs> and so he said behind, because there was a big TV box, he said behind this, behind this TV is a sale sign, uh, and you can get these TVs right only now for three ninety nine, three ninety eight. Three ninety eight. I said that that's a forty three inch plasma TV. You tell me I can buy that for three ninety eight. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. I mean, it's like a dope deal. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Of course, once you're addicted, that's a different story. <laughs> you know. So, so I said, well, reckon how many can we have? <laughs> and he had to go check with us because this was a guy with a satellite company. I don't even know. Weird. Anyway, God knew we were going in there, so he sent the dude over there, I guess. And so they had, he said, I think this is the last three we had, but then he found three over on the counter and come to find out it was only while they lasted, there were six of them. So I said, we'll take three of them. We took them home. So we got three 43-inch plasma TVs for three ninety-eight apiece, and that's a God thing. You can't let that slide without saying, thank you, Jesus. You can't let it slide that Jim Curry is sitting here making it through what he made it through with his heart. And you can't let that slide without saying, thank you, Jesus. You can't let it slide that Martha's sitting here just smiling from ear to ear. You can't let that slide without saying, thank you, Jesus. You can't let anything slide in your life from the smallest to the largest without saying many, many, many things you have done, Lord, and we're so grateful. We can't even express. There's not enough room to write it down, not enough room to sing about it, not enough room to put it in a book, not enough room to do anything other than try to bring it out and praise Him in public. Hallelujah. Think, think about your lives this morning, and we're going to start closing, but think about your lives. 
personally. It, I'm, you know, I've shared all this stuff just to get you to think, not about this stuff, but about your life and all the things that have happened to you, all the good things, all the bad things, all the fat things, all the skinny things, all the beautiful things, all the ugly things, all of it. Thank you, Lord, that you brought me through. Thank you, Lord, that I'm sitting here today in this nice seat. Thank you, Lord. I'm taking another breath and got out of bed this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't take it for granted. Don't just assume that you're offered another day on this planet. Don't just assume that you're going to have food when you go home tonight. Your gas electric is going. Don't assume anything. Thank Him first and then enjoy the fruits of that praise and worship. Now, I'm thankful today that if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that that can happen right now. And I, and I don't know everybody here. Most of you probably are born again. But if you're not... All you have to do, it's so, so basically simple, is realize what God has done. I'm thankful today uh, that God actually took the time to come in the flesh to relate to us, to deliver us, to free us, to liberate us from ourselves. Man, he's not, the, as I said last week, he's not the great escape. He's the great emancipator. So this is not a quick pill you take and all your problems are solved. But it is freedom. Freedom like you've never known before. Bow your heads with me this morning out of respect for what the Holy Spirit's doing. Musicians, if you'll come back and get ready. I'm thankful that God came in the flesh and and actually took on everything you ever did wrong, everything I ever did wrong, onto himself and allowed himself to be punished and crucified to, uh, to pay the price for all of that. And then he came back. He rose from that torturous death. He rose from that to show that you can have life, life not only abundant on this planet, but life eternal. He will not take you around necessarily, but I know he will take you through. Just pray this prayer with me. Uh, You don't have to pray it out loud. Just pray it in your heart. God in heaven, I believe what Pastor Jerry says, that you came to earth to pay the price for everything I've ever done wrong and everything I ever will do wrong. I believe that. I accept the fact that you love me and you did it as if I was the only person on this planet. I ask you to forgive me of all those things I've done wrong. Reside in my life and in my heart. I thank you that you died and rose again. And because I've asked you, I am now a part of your family and a part of your kingdom. Live in me, live through me. Change my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Psalm chapter 150. Praise the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. In His sanctuary. Praise God. Praise Him in His mighty firmament. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Praise Him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise Him with the lute and the harp, with the timbrel and the dance, and with stringed instruments and flutes and cymbals. And praise Him with clashing cymbals.